side of Eve. Chapter 36 Being Loyal Previously on the dark side, Farah and Eve make their peace, and try to rule the Federation in peace and freedom, but some beings are against them. Episode 105 Days passed, filled with work and family. Slowly life turned to normality, but Eve knew how fragile this peace was Farah had negotiated with the beings. Was it peace? Wasn't it more a stop of a battle? During the following weeks she often remembered what had happened. She had a lot of questions, but Matakela wasn't there. He went to Zinea, somewhere out in the universe. Once she had told him she would like to have more privacy. Now he wanted the same, and she had to accept. Months passed, and Eve asked herself why she got no invitation for the next work meeting. Shouldn't they take place every two hundred days? It was high time. Yes, but it was Farah who was busy with other things. Dark situations were crawling up the wall. A shadow was moving over her life. The Mesoriana, again, were on their way into the Federation. This time they had replaced their war machines much quicker than expected. Luckily for Eve, they came from a direction far away from Venus. It also was very helpful that they had the Las Comares ring. The moment they passed the barrier, they had been registered. Just one hour later, special troops from Zeeland started, and a few hours later the first battle was under fire. The system worked perfectly. Sometimes Eve asked herself that it was extremely annoying to fight against them again and again. The never-ending enemy. Wasn't it boring for them, too? Did they really expect to win one day? After centuries of attacks? She was sure she would never find out. This time she was lucky she just had to send warships out into the aggression. The breach happened at the other side of the universe, and all she had to do was to care for the injured and the supply of the troops. What a luck to live at the side of it all, Eve thought the moment she saw the soldiers enter their ships in the hunger of Venus. No, it was no luck. It didn't matter where you were living. We are all part of the Federation. Many people would risk their lives today. Many would come back injured. A lot could die. No, it was no luck to live at the side, because there is no side. We are all part of it. I can't lean back and think everything is good while others fight for their lives and for our freedom. They fight for me. During the last weeks, destroyers from all over the Federation delivered the injured soldiers to planets like Venus, who were not so badly involved in the war. Dr. Andreas Schmidt, the young doctor who once had an incident with Eve, was working day and night, and so did Eve's daughter Heike. Luckily, John was able to stay on Venus, and Eve was happy about this. However, Eric, Nick, but also Akam had to be outside on warships. News of a hard and cruel war reached Venus daily, and the ships with the injured did too. Heike was a pretty young woman. She had brunette curls all around her head, her skin was like silk and she looked friendly. Andreas noticed her for some time already. Sometimes, in very short breaks, just a few minutes, they saw each other and smiled. Gordon, who knew them both, introduced them. After a while, 
They met more often and started to talk. It was the only chance to relax a little and think about normal life in these bad times. Andreas fell in love and Heike became very interested in him as well. One lunch break, as Andreas was walking with Gordon through the lines of tables carrying his tray, he saw Heike sitting alone at a table. Andreas was shy, but Gordon said, Come on, she likes you. Try to make her love you. I can't. You can. I don't know anything about her. I do. Heike was married one time, but she had a divorce two years ago. She is pretty and I know a lot of guys are running after her. Come on. Do it before she's gone again. They sat down at Heike's table and talked. After a short while, Gordon left him, and Andreas felt a little bit betrayed. Gordon said he had too much work to do, but both knew it was different. Heike smiled after him. He was such a great friend. After many meetings at lunch breaks, Andreas as well as Heike wanted to have more. An evening date, perhaps? Andreas had night duties, then Heike had, and then it was Thursday and Heike had a family meeting. Every second week on Thursday nights, the whole family and their best friends met at Eve's large dinner table for a chat, good food, cooked by Sam and some wine. It was a family thing, a close society, and the relationship between Heike and Andreas wasn't that far to present him to her family. Perhaps in two weeks, she thought. But Heike had another problem. Her family name was Tonda at the moment. It was the name of her ex-husband and she didn't change it yet. Andreas didn't know who her mother was, and Heike was sure he was afraid of Eve. Andreas had told her the story about Andrew and Eve. It all happened long ago, but he was still afraid of the arbitress. Heike had to tell him the truth. But how? When? A week later, they had an evening date. They strolled through the city, had dinner, coffee, and things people in love do. Andreas told Heike about his parents. They were simple workers from Renares. It was difficult for him to study. The old rules were still alive, and the higher families wanted their children first to study. It took him years to finish, and then he left the unfriendly planet. It didn't matter to him where he would go, just far away. He saw this job offer and moved over to Venus, even though it wasn't in a good shape at the time. Heike said nothing. What should she say? Her life was simple. She got everything she wanted. However, the evening was great, and after a while he took her hand and they kissed. As it was nearly midnight, Andreas walked Heike home to her apartment. He acted like a real gentleman, brought her home. As she had opened the front door, she kissed him spontaneously and pulled him inside. They had a night of sex and warm feelings, a night of touching and kissing, a night of excitement and relaxation. In the next morning, they went together to the hospital. Suddenly, Gordon crossed their way. He smiled, and Andreas' face turned red. Heike just laughed. Gordon is discreet. Don't worry. On the next Thursday, they both had no duty and Heike invited him to have dinner with her family. I will come along and pick you up, she told him, and so it happened. Slowly, they walked through the city. As they came nearer to the palace, Andreas looked around. When they stood in front of the palace door, he asked, Your parents are living next to the palace? Hmm, she asked and pushed him through the front door. 
Unfortunately, Eve was standing at that moment in the entrance hall. Andreas looked at her and stammered, Arbitrus. Hello, Dr. Smith. Nice to meet you. Feel free to look around. Most of the family's members are already here. Arbitrus, he stammered again, and Eve looked angry on Heike. You didn't tell him, right? Heike shook her head. Go to the library and tell him. Heike nodded and pushed Andreas to the next room. I'm so sorry. I didn't know how to tell you. Heike, it was a large mistake. Your mother hates me. We cannot be together. She doesn't hate you. She offered me to invite you. But you're the daughter of... Who cares? I love you. I love you too, but I can't imagine we can stand this. Please, stay at my side. Andreas nodded and they went to the dining table. He looked around, but in a shy way, and Eve placed him as far as possible from her seat. More than twenty people were sitting around this amazing table. They were talking and laughing. Heike introduced Andreas and they sat down. Even though he was worried at the beginning, it turned out to be a nice evening, and after a while Andreas wasn't that shy any more. These nice days of more free time came to an end the day after the dinner. The next destroyer brought dozens of injured, and they all had to work for days. 